0: Radio high five with the explosion.
1: Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis.
0: Like WCW, this is where the big boys play.
1: With and your favorite hosts.
0: Turtle! Yeah, I'm gonna take myself. I will never go against myself. He's going in the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony.
1: This is only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back relax and strap it down.
0: Skull use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Skull. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. Hey fellas, I love the podcast.
1: Music created by Brian Swanson. Welcome everyone to the week 5 preview show, fantasy football scoop and... No, no poop. Where's the poop, guys? Come on. I, I had a little poop. There's a little one. Just a little poop. I mean, sometimes, sometimes all you, that's all you can push out is just a little poop. I am your host Tony, joined by always with Turtle and our special guest, the Tori Hanzo. Uh, we did get a, a an email tipster uh, into the scoop and poop at gmail tip line. Uh, prime times fridge has been located in the Gulf of Mexico, but unfortunately it was claimed by a family of manatees. So uh they are, they have claimed his refrigerator and all the contents they're in. So uh, prime Primetime's going to be in the, in the market for a, uh, a new fridge along with other things. I'm sure. Man, the fucking
0: prime time
1: sucks. Um, I made a poll today on the on the message board. Didn't get much uh, interaction, but uh, what's your favorite football-watching candy? Uh, I put Snickers, which is a, a classic. I put Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I put M&M's, Kit Kats, and Skittles. Did either of you vote on my poll question? I
2: did not. I didn't know there was a poll, but I literally just voted.
1: Okay, let me refresh. Hold on, one second, uh, turtle. If you wouldn't mind to uh, give me some data here, because there was only three votes,
0: um, and now we'll get a couple more. But I'm a fucking slob. Like my favorite snack isn't even on here. Okay, what
1: well, what would you what would your 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 snack be?
0: It would be Hershey's almonds mixed with. Lane potato chips. No waves.
1: Wow. Okay, so you're going for the salty and the sweet kind of deal yeah, there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, I think that's a, that's a good addition. Uh, I picked Skittles. <laughs> uh, but M&M's is uh, with half of the vote, 50%. Um, M&M's, I mean, if I'm going to go M&M's, I'll do like peanut M&M's or peanut butter m and but like Plain Jane M and M's is just not my jam, guys. I don't know. Do you guys kind of feel similarly? I'm fine with
2: plain. I I prefer the peanut M's over plain, but if you give me plain, I'm cool with that.
0: Okay. Uh, I would have plain under Reese's or Snickers, but if this included peanut, then yeah, M and M's.
1: Yeah, I think peanut M and M's is probably the uh, the goat flavor varietal, whatever you want to say. Alright, let's do some waiver Wire. Waver? Wire. waiver Wire?
0: Alright, let's get through this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like uh, we'll start off with the trades. Looks sure. like we got a couple of those here. Um, first, it looks like we have a trade between occasional crotch chop and uh re- revolution that is uh Joe Mixon for Chris Olave right well, i mean how lucky <laughs> nice trade bro
1: well here, um, here's the thing yeah. i i asked bishop on monday if uh he's re- received any offers and he said no i was the first for mixon he, he was getting offers for somebody else which we'll talk about real soon uh and I was I've been looking for an RB2 like I can't find one I, c- I couldn't find like anybody that would even trade one. Uh Bishop's is 0 4. Um it's not looking like he's going to get a whole lot better. And uh if you look at his keepers, they are not good. His options are bad. Uh Chris Olave looks like a keeper. Uh so I floated it, he liked it. We did the deal. And uh, I own Joe Mixon in all of my fantasy leagues now. So that makes me a little worried that he's going to, like, get hit by a bus or something tragic.
0: hope he does not. (laughs) Good trade. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the next trade we have here, it looks like uh, another revolution trade. Yeah, we have another revolution trade. We have, uh, looks like maybe the other guy that was getting offers. Cooper cup going to BDI for Devin DuVernay and a 2023 draft first round pick. Uh, yeah. Someone needs to collect that, uh, next season buy-in from BDI.
1: <laughs> I think there's a rule in the constitution that if he makes another pick, another trade for picks, he has to pay up half. I think that got passed. Is that what it is? I think something like yeah. that. I
0: remember something like that a couple of years ago.
2: Um, yeah, he wants to put up a Submariner comic book as collateral.
1: <laughs> not even Aquaman, which yeah. I believe was a true
2: story. Was it not? Was it Submariner?
1: No, it was. It was Aquaman, I believe. Oh, it was Aquaman?
2: Okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I thought it was like the Marvel ripoff, Aquaman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: he's like, trust me, I have a hole in my shirt.
1: <laughs> and at the, at the time, it was his most valued possession. So he put it down as collateral until he could pay his fees. Uh, Anyway, uh, the trade, Cooper Cup. um, Dude, I mean, he had the best fantasy season of all time last season, and he's on pace to do even better. Uh, Turtle, uh, do you think he should have got more for Cooper Cup?
0: Who? Primetime. No. No? No. No. He can't keep him. I don't think it's worth more than a first a first rounder is huge especially when it's you know BDI's first rounder that's even <laughs> like adds a little premium to it uh and plus he he at this point he just wants to lose games so sure. get those guys off his lineup get whatever the fuck he can get uh, I mean he might have be able to get more but I think he got plenty
1: okay um yeah I mean I'm sure that BDI was hoping to get get him for like a second round pick, but I think Bishop did the good thing, did the smart thing, and uh, insisted on a first round pick. Because, like I said, I mean, the guy got what is it, nineteen targets last week. It's just, it's unbelievable. He's a PPR machine, the likes of we have never been seen in this league, and uh, yeah, it he's he's on pace to have a better season than his last season, which is. Which is insane.
0: That's wild. All right, let's get into the actual waiver wire moves. Um, first up, it looks like we have Rashad White by Cologne Rocks dropping Javante Williams and his uh, knee injury for seventeen dollars.
1: This is uh, interesting because Pee Wee McLean they drafted Rashad White. I, I remember because I was mad because I was I was gonna pick him in that draft. So they ended up drafting him, cutting him and then paying a premium to pick him back up.
0: I don't know if it's pay a premium. I mean they they had to pick somebody up. They $17 is
1: a premium, my friend.
0: All right, fine. Fine, I'm cheap. So yes it I
1: is. I did have a failed bid for him for $4. So <laughs> He got me twice.
0: He got uh... me twice. It looks like uh, next up we have the occasional crotch chop, bidding $11 and winning George Pickens, uh, releasing Darrell Williams.
1: Yeah, uh, this was my guy. I drafted him, same kind of thing, where I drafted him. I had to cut him because I wanted to pick somebody else up. And then uh, he's looking like a good player. I wanted to make sure I got him back. And honestly, the what happened with Jared Goff a couple weeks ago kind of made me like fork up a, a few more dollars. Um looks like there was a $2 bid for, for George Pickens. So yeah, I was a little aggressive with the price, but uh, I did not want to uh, lose out on, on money again. So I, w- I was happy to pay up the bucks.
0: Yeah. Good move. Um, and then we just have a couple more here. It uh, looks like I was next year with a $2 bid on the new Orleans Saints quarterback. Releasing Marcus Mariota back into the wild. <laughs> Thank the Lord.
1: He's returned to nature. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. Um, and then next up, I bid a dollar on the Tennessee Titans defense, releasing the Cardinals defense. Just small moves. Yeah. Playing matchups. Um, and then we got some $0 bids here. Jameson Williams, crack ass crackers, releasing Naheem Hines. Some weird timing.
1: I thought the same. Yes.
0: Yeah, all right. Um, cool. Did he pick Naheem Hines back up yet? Uh, Nope. Keep, keep reading. Somebody okay. else did. Perfect. <laughs> uh, and then we got these nuts bidding $0 to win Zach Ertz, releasing Greg Dortch. <laughs> Dortch was a uh, real flash in the pan there for him.
1: Hanzo, do we have a Dortch Is... report?
2: Well, I believe the Dortch report will be that BDI spends – I believe $12 to not play him and then cut him for a white tight end. end. Yes. That's what happened.
0: (laughs) He had him in the lineup and then I'm pretty sure we just mocked it pretty good on the the podcast. (laughs) It looks like we got some free moves here. What first off, what what the fuck is this shenanigans? This uh, released Cordero Patterson and the commissioner uh, adding him back on, you know, when
1: I saw that, because we talked about why he released him yesterday, because he it was like a flat release, right? He he couldn't make yeah. any moves, and we were like, oh, what the fuck is he doing? Uh, so this morning, when I when I woke up and I saw the waiver report, and I, I saw that not only was Cordero Patterson reassigned to BDI's squad, but he was also put on IR now you can't do that for non COVID related IR stints. And I, I I asked our, our faithful commish about that. And, uh, here, this is what I have understood happened. BDI was trying to put in a waiver claim, but ended up accidentally dropping Cordero Patterson outright. Uh, So hard to follow. And, uh, I guess messaged Giuseppe to explain the mistake and he was, he was awarded his player back. Uh, I don't know why he put him on IR. That's, that's the weird part about it for me, but, um, I don't know. Turtle, you get real high all the time. Have you ever been so high that you accidentally drop one of your best players?
0: No, <laughs> I get paranoid when I'm clicking that shit. Yeah, no, Um, no excuse. You gotta let a BDI be a BDI. (laughs) Cordero Patterson should be in the wild. I enjoy your Cordero Patterson. I understand. I I don't feel bad.
1: I understand mistakes happen, but I just don't understand why he's on IR. Because, I mean, that is against the rules. Uh, so yeah.
0: I mean, honestly, I wouldn't know if if I saw him on IR. I would try to put him on IR too. Yeah. Uh, If either works or don't
1: it doesn't we don't in this league we don't have a traditional ir slot uh for sure it's only for covid related stuff and that got put in a couple years ago obviously so um i don't know hopefully bdi will fix that uh but he probably won't <laughs> yeah probably
0: not <laughs>
2: yeah, probably not. All right, right, i'm gonna clicks to accidentally drop a player
0: yeah that's what i'm saying like i don't feel bad at all that he should not have it. sure but it is what it is um and then we got some free moves here. It looks like uh Pee Wee McLean. They pick up Latavius Murray releasing Jahan Dotson. And uh picking up I almost said Andrew Luck. Uh <laughs> who the fuck is Matt Ryan? It's Matt Ryan and releasing bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're also fucking bad. It's like <laughs> Baker. I almost want to call him Sam Darnold, but he's not even that good. Releasing uh Baker Mayfield. Um and then we have uh occasional crotch shop adding Mark Ingram and releasing Jalen Warren. Uh, we got one more here. We have Matt acquiring said Naheem Hines and releasing Jarek McKinnon.
1: You know, I texted Kowalski and I asked him, like, what's with the timing? You you, you cut Naheem Hines the one week he's going to be useful uh, with Jonathan Taylor missing this week's game, and his response was, he'll never be useful. So, uh <laughs> Even if Taylor's out, he, he doesn't want to play Naheem Hines. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, that'll do it. That's it. That's it. So let's uh, talk about some emails.
0: There's a letter in your mailbox. Giggity, giggity, giggity,
1: giggity. And we have a couple here. Uh, let's start off with uh, Kowalski. And the email is titled, Gino Smith. And it says... Geno Smith is currently the number one rated quarterback, according to pro football focus. That is all. So not only is Geno Smith starting for an NFL team in 2022, he's leading the league in quarterback rating, which is highly weighted for efficiency, accuracy, and lack of turnovers. Um, I, I'm speechless, guys. I, I just, it, this is like uh, the upside down in Stranger Things, you know, like when they go to the different version of the the dimension that they live in. And uh, yeah, Geno <laughs> Smith is a demigorgon, is basically what I'm trying to say here. Um, so I, I don't have anything else to say. I'm speechless.
0: I wish I had a Geno Smith. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> We live in strange
2: times where Geno Smith is awesome, and David Dijuco is still available. Believe it or not, still <laughs> He's, available. It's
0: taking every fucking ounce of his willpower <laughs> to not grab it. like that. Zach Ertz, that that in his mind is David and Njoku. Njoku, Yeah, that was his. Re- yeah, that's his replacement. <laughs> He's trying so hard to not get laughed at on this uh, on this podcast here. Uh DeJouko watch keeping
2: you know you want Dave Joku, Just pick him up. It makes you feel good. And hey, this this podcast needs like Emmy Award nominations. We're trying to drive content here. It'll be one of the best things ever. Pick him up. It's good for the podcast. You know you want to do it. Dave Njoku. Seventh best available. Tight end. He's ready to rock and roll on your roster media. BDI. So cut Cordell Paris, or whatever his name is. Pick this guy up know, really you want to do it. but
1: Oh, uh, I, I I, hope he does. I just hope he does. Uh So let's go to the next email from Kowalski uh, titled Great White PPR Machine. And it says, and you thought BDI's team was bad this year. Just wait till next year when he doesn't have a first round pick and then cuts his fifth and sixth round picks in consecutive weeks. Oh. <laughs> uh he'll cut a second round pick it's going to happen i mean anything's on the table next email or he'll he'll accidentally cut his oh, yeah, round yeah. pick. oh yeah yeah and then ask Giuseppe to fix it for him right uh next email from Kowalski again thank you again Kowalski uh you, you've been killing it this year uh subject rip Blake Bortles it says it it was a wild ride your second half touchdowns will be f- remembered forever. Yeah, it was a sad day for uh for the podcast. Blake Bortles has retired officially from the NFL. And uh Blake Bortles won me a championship I think in 2017 or 2018, one of those years. Uh, I played Blake Bortles off of the free agency in a Super Bowl and won. Any any Blake Bortles stories, Turtle? You got any 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 good ones?
0: No. <laughs> not not really. I mean, I never really had him. He's fun to watch.
1: Yeah, he was the king of garbage time. King of garbage time. You would only want to watch the second half because the first half would he would throw two or three interceptions and then the team would be down by three touchdowns. And that's that's when it was Bortle's time, baby. That he's chucking it sixty times in the second half. He's he's scored touchdowns left and right. So uh, rip in peace, Blake Bortles. And our last email comes from Primetime himself. He must have found a, a Starbucks that had power and internet out there. I don't know. I don't know how he sent this email. And it says, Hurricane. Hello, boys. Just wanted to send a quick email to let you guys know, let the hurricane jokes fly. I consider it karma for my many years of Hurricane Katrina jokes, and I am reaping what I sowed. It says Micah is a great fill in host. Can't wait to listen. Um, Do they make like uh, underwater speakers that he can listen to the podcast this week, guys? Like, uh, I don't know. Does something like that exist? Maybe like if you're into like boating or something like that, maybe you'd have something like that.
2: Well he already sounds yeah. like he's broadcasting from a submarine, so he should be ready to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think a fan boat is probably their preferred method of transportation these days. Um But anyway, thank you for the prime thank for thank you for the email prime time and uh, we hope you get back soon, buddy.
0: <clears throat> Do people still use fan boats?
1: Yeah, dude. Those those are hot in Florida right now. <laughs>
0: Seriously, I thought those were like only in nineteen nineties movies. But like you... they always have that, that fan boat that just goes through the swamp or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, through the
1: Everglades. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What the yeah, fuck? You just
2: gotta, uh, get yourself a fan boat. Get yourself some bass salts, <laughs> and just rock the Miami
1: Vice theme song on a boombox, and you're, you're good to go. Yeah, it's like I, like the tr- like the cliche like fan boat chase, where like there's what there's the bad guy in the fan boat. And then like Crockett and Tubbs are in the second fan boat
0: and they're like Yeah, like the big humongous um metal looking yeah, like f- industrial fan I'm, on the back of a fucking like That's all it is. Oh God. It's they're, still a thing. Wow. They're,
1: they're just a bunch of rednecks, dude. They're not very smart. They just they just put a big ass fan on a on a piece of metal and they call it a boat.
0: So Alright. I thought we advanced to like the lily pad things now.
1: <laughs> uh not not down in Florida. That technology has not made it down there yet. Unfortunately. For sure. Uh, no clip from Giuseppe. Apparently he had a uh he had a work function that he could not record. Uh I did get picks from both Primetime and Giuseppe though, so we're covered there. Uh so let's talk about picks. And less last week's results, I led the way with four out of six. I was uh very happy when Mike came back to win that game uh Giuseppe with three out of six bishop with three out of six and turtle buddy one out of six what oof. The fuck oof you you took some underdogs you took some long shots and they really didn't pay off for you um unfortunately sure so season long total I, I have taken the lead with 14 correct uh, Giuseppe and Bishop are now tied in second place for th- 13 correct. And Turtle, you only got eight correct. We are collectively very bad at picking uh, games this year. So um, it's going to be a very low number at the end of the season. But uh, let's see what happens here in the previews. And as always, we do start in the balls Mahoney. But this is interdivisional play. Now we're getting out of divisions. We're going to beat up on uh, the other divisions. And I'm going to start it off here with my occasional crotch chop versus Mike's lucky Luciano's two very lucky teams last week. Uh, I am a 12.5 point favorite with a 57% chance to win. Uh, I will mention that... Giuseppe and Bishop both think that I'm going to win turtle. So lay it down for me. Do you agree?
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, you just added Joe Mixon to an already uh, pretty awesome team. Josh Allen is, you know, 18 to 35 points just to start. Um, Stafford plays against new England. They're a little bit slower of a team. They're not going to just shoot out like, um, The Seattle game just happened. Bill Belichick likes to play a little slower. They run the ball a lot. Yeah, I mean it's going to be close, but I think you uh, you have the win here. And uh, I'm not going to try to get different here. Try to up my average,
1: Micah. Please go ahead. Give us some analysis on what you think is going to happen here.
2: I'm going to go with you as well. Uh, Josh Allen, I think, has an opportunity to just go absolutely crazy on Pittsburgh. Their defense is not very good this year. Um, I think Goff against New England might be a bit um, underrated, but I don't think they can get as much going against New England as they have against other teams, although it is a bit of a grudge game because most of the Lions team hates Matt Patricia. So there might be some... Uh, some... Uh, you know, revenge avenue game. for them doing well, revenge game for them. But the downside is a lot of those guys are also injured. So if they can field a team, we'll see. I mean, Manning's not that great, but Belichick, uh, the guy, somehow can always pull things out of his ass. It's 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 a weird weird show with that guy. But uh, I mean, luckily, Luciano has a good team. I don't think he'll duplicate last week, but um, I I do think that the Josh Allen with the Steelers will, will be enough to be what puts you over the top.
1: I'm going to agree with everybody. I think I'm going to win this game. I don't know if I'll cover 12 and a half. Uh, but I do like my matchups. I do like Joe Mixon uh, getting into my lineup. Um, the Jared Goff thing scares me a little bit just with how close I was to acquiring him and how much he's been putting up the past couple weeks. But if anybody's going to slow him down, uh, it's going to be Bill Belichick. And their quarterback <laughs> is hurt still. If it's not Mac Jones, it's going to be this Bailey Zappy guy, which that's a real name and a real NFL quarterback, who uh, who got thrust into action last week when Brian Hoyer got a concussion. Um, So they're going to run the ball a lot. Uh, they're going to slow the game down. I think that's going to slow Goff down. So I'm going to take myself here, and let's go to the next matchup. Where well, we have Turtles, New Wave, Hookers, 5, versus Giuseppe's Ted Lasso way. And I think Turtle is a 8.5-point favorite. Um, <clears throat> I'll mention that Giuseppe and Bishop both think... Giuseppe is going to win, Micah. So, eight and a half is a big number. Um, It says Turtle has a 57% chance to win. Are you buying the uh, resurgent Kyler Murray action of last week?
2: Not against Philadelphia. I think uh, they'll give him some trouble. Kyler Murray also started out a bit hot last year. Then he really dropped off quite fast. Ask me how I know. Uh, But Derek Henry against Washington uh, could be a very good play. James Robinson against Houston has the potential, although for my own selfish reasons, I hope not as much as he potentially could. But Turtle has a good play as well between Justin Jefferson. And if Amon Rao plays... Right now, it's still an if. And how healthy will he be? But, uh... Big regret I have is keeping Deontay Johnson instead of that guy. Man, I'd love to have Ahmad Ra on my team right now. But no, Giuseppe says you have to turn in your keepers early. You can't change your mind. We're going to put you under the gun, and you have to turn them in early. Well, 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 well. But, hey. Whatever. Life sucks sometimes. But, uh... <laughs> Jamal Williams, though, uh, that might be kind of an underrated uh, play, potentially. I think uh, he, even though New England, I mean, I know New England's not like a perfect team, but it just always that specter of uh, of Bill Belichick looming over things just kind of always makes you question things. But Jamal Lewis has been solid. And I think he's a, uh, is he like the like the fourth ranked running back this year so far, fantasy-wise?
1: Uh, I'm I just distracted because you, think... you called him Jamal Lewis, and I just thought about the Dirty Birds. Jamal.
2: Did I say Jamal Lewis? <laughs> yeah. well, one uh...
0: time, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, he might hey. as well be. He's got six fucking touchdowns in four games. <laughs> well, hey,
2: I'll say, I'll say, Jamal Lewis put up 300 yards rushing in one game. So, hey, <laughs> freaking all that power to Jamal Williams. Let him run all over uh, the Patriots. Patriots are going to be wearing the uh, Pat Patriot throwback digs. I so... did see that, yeah. They can, they can shut him down in those beautiful uniforms and make Matt Patricia go back and cry in his seven-layer dip on his little four-wheeler. Fuck that guy. Uh, did you pick? I, I didn't catch a pick. No. No, I just like bitching about Matt Patricia and me <laughs> not being able to keep on right, St. Brown. But just to fuck you, Giuseppe, and your, your fascist rules, I am picking Turtle.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know if I'm buying the the Kyler Murray stuff this week against Philly. Uh, you know me. I am a uh, James Robinson skeptic, and I was proven right last week. Um, it's going to probably be a little different against Houston, but what I really love this week, Turtle, is Dalvin Cook against the Bears and Justin Jefferson against the Bears. And I... I don't hate I don't hate uh I don't hate Andy Dalton this week or, or Jameis against Seattle. I think you're gonna I think you're gonna take this one. I'm gonna pick Turtle to win. And uh Giuseppe, I I don't know, man. Like the JK Dobbins thing happened last week and it was good. I don't know if he can duplicate that this week against uh, Cincinnati. So I'm gonna take Turtle.
0: Oh, man, I need to catch up. I I think I'm barely going to get the win. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to score my normal 76 points and, uh, and, and get a close victory. Philadelphia just shuts everybody down this season. I don't know if there has been a good quarterback against them. I, I know they shut the Vikings down to seven points, so they got a lot of weapons. Um, I just think I get it done. If Amon Ra doesn't play, I have Godwin to play, who's an acceptable replacement. He's not uh, the sun god himself, but he'll do for a week, and I think I'll get the victory.
1: All right. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Kowalski's Krekka Ass Krakas versus Worms Team Taylor. Both teams are 3-1 and one on the season, so this is a big game for them. Uh, Worm is a a four-and-a-half point favorite this week. And Giuseppe has picked Worm, and Bishop has also picked Worm. So, I'll take this one first. Um, Kowalski, even though he hasn't been producing, I think he's really going to miss Jonathan Taylor this week. Uh, I see Raheem Mostert taking his place, who's kind of in a timeshare and not really the the main guy there in Miami um Joe Burrow just dissected the uh the the Baltimore Ravens last season. I think he had like a 500-yard, five touchdown game against them, so I he might be able to pull that one off again. But what's really st- Sticking out to me here is Juju Smith-Schuster in the lineup for Worm. I don't really like that. Uh, I'm not a big Juju guy. He hasn't really caught a sniff of the end zone this season, I don't believe. Uh, all those targets go to Travis Kelsey. Uh, I think this is going to be a very, very close game. I You know what? I'm going to take Kowalski in an upset. I will, I will lean out and uh, lean into it.
0: Fucking RT sports. They have uh worm as a four and a half point favorite with Kowalski as 61% to win.
1: Yeah. Doesn't make sense. That, does
0: it? Uh, do, is that just like have Jonathan Taylor's actual pro- projected points before injury or I, I don't
2: know. Um, <laughs> I think BDI must be one of their programmers or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> he still couldn't figure out how to not drop his fucking guy through five clicks. <laughs> idiot uh god damn it i'm gonna go with worm he's got saquon barkley uh i really like that play i think aaron Rodgers is starting to warm up and i don't hate juju as much he he is the second target on that team uh behind kelsey and uh, i mean that's pretty valuable especially when they're supposed to be like 51 points scored so uh, i'm gonna go with worm
2: Gonna we'll roll with uh, with wall this week. Um, they seem to be pretty fairly evenly matched, but he has that dual threat of uh, Joe Burrow, who has after Week One's been playing pretty good with T. Higgins. Um, I think that could give him enough firepower to uh, to get over Worm today uh, or this weekend. Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, still decent, but not the Aaron Rodgers of old for whatever reason. He might just hate his team based on all the comments he makes. But um if they can shut down Saquon on uh Sunday night that Sunday could morning a big impact on
1: uh, <laughs> Sunday morning. morning. That
2: one's in London, buddy.
1: That's that's Sunday morning football.
2: Gross. Well I thought they they finally did put the Jaguars over there, huh? <laughs> no. That's insane. They put the what a waste. What a waste of a game. They'll be jet lagged. K Wall's winning.
1: all right let's go to the next matchup we have bishops revolution versus bdi's d's nuts second coming uh let's see what if i told you i told you micah do you know what his a his team name is a reference to
2: i've been trying to read the thumbnails i'm imagining that's a clue
1: it's uh, it says I can't really see what it is. It says, "What if I told you I already told you and you didn't listen." I don't know what that means. Who's who's sitting in the chair? It's a white man. Uh I I don't know who it is. <laughs> I can't blow enough to
2: see, so I have no idea. It's spelled funkily. I thought maybe it was uh Is that Ron Paul? I'm blowing it up. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, I think it might be. I think
2: it's a Ron Paul revolution.
1: It might be. Okay. All right. Hanzo has cracked the case. Um, (laughs) BDI is an 18-point favorite in this one. Uh, Bishop has a 10% chance of winning coming off all those trades that he made. Um, Let's see what happens here. Uh, (laughs) Giuseppe has picked BDI, and Bishop has picked himself. To win, he's feeling an upset. Uh, Turtle, do you think he's going to get his upset?
0: No, of course not. The other team has Stefan Diggs and Cooper Cup. Uh, It doesn't matter what he plays after that. Uh, Those are two of the top four wide receivers in the league. So, uh, Primetime's going to get what he wants. He wants losses right now. He wants the, the best pick for next season. He's uh, acquiring. He's even got a BDI. He he might have like the first overall pick and the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think BDI. If anybody is capable of that happening, it, he he could legit have two lottery tickets. Yeah, it's true. BDI could fuck up Digs and Cup. Like he could do it, accidentally drop them and then mysteriously get added in the middle of the night. <laughs> you know, for someone that loves conspiracy theories, still haven't figured that one out.
1: Yeah, he can't lose. Micah,
2: go ahead. Well, all I know is I, I am going to be watching the waiver wire every morning to pick up Cooper Cup <laughs> after BDI accidentally cuts up. I think we all are, but <laughs> it's a race <laughs> to be the first one to to capitalize on that. Uh, yeah, the uh, the team of Nenad Sprejic, not very good. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, let's see what he's been doing this year. I don't think he's been doing much. I ever heard his name. Yeah, he's done shit this year. He's uh he's a lower ranked running back than David Njoko is a tight end. <laughs> um but you never know. I mean that could be some weird uh weird shit happen, like Cooper Cup might like trip and tweak his knee on the way out to the field. Who knows? I mean Stefan Diggs might eat some like rancid wings and like have flaming like diarrhea all night and food poisoning. You never know. The weird shit can happen. But uh BDI right now has the number 1 and 2 ranked receivers. This could be a pretty lethal combo for him if Justin Eber could stay healthy. Um I would love for Revolution to win. Probably not going to happen. So I'll pick uh, I'll pick BDI because life is not fair. I can't keep on Monroe, St. Brown and, and BDI. fleeced the... Uh, well actually I didn't really fleece him because he's going to You can still potentially fuck that up, but uh, I don't think he's dumb enough to fuck this
1: week up. So I would pick pick BDI. Same. (laughs) I'm going to agree with both of you here. I think BDI will win this game. Uh, You know, when the trade happened, I kind of thought that primetime was kind of lulling BDI into a false sense of security. Um, because his, his first round pick is now property of, of primetime. So it behooves him for BDI to start catching losses here. And he's kind of banking on BDI to fuck up his season, which is entirely possible. I just don't see a way that that can happen this week. Um, you got guys like Ezekiel Elliott, who is old. You got guys like Tom Brady, who is soon to be divorced and old, um, you got Brandon Cooks, who is short and old, um, so I don't, I don't see a way to a victory here for for prime time. Uh, even with Alvin Kamara being hurt, and even with uh, Cordero Patterson being uh possibly dropped and on IR, uh, I don't see a way that he can he could fuck this one up. So I'm gonna take BDI. go to the next matchup and we have Wee mclean cologne rocks versus hanzo's team serbia and turtle this is a nine point favorite for Wee mclean um giuseppe has picked Wee, and bishop has picked hanzo so break the tie what do you or uh, break break the split what do you think is going to happen here
0: Gosh, um, I really like Patrick Mahomes this week. Uh, I think he crushes, yeah. I want to pick you so bad, but you have two tight ends in your fucking lineup.
2: Hopefully, that will change, but I might not have any choice
0: for sure. Uh, and I don't even hate it. Like, all right, all right, um, you're on the show, that's gonna swing it. I- I'm gonna go with you. I think Travis Kelsey is going to be the recipient of that and kind of nullify Mahomes' big day. And Nick Chubb. I I mean, it's going to come down to that guy, basically. Can he get a couple touchdowns? I think so. It's a a pretty high-scoring game. So I'll go with you in a very, very, very close victory.
1: Uh, You know, like the AFC West... Whenever I see those teams playing each other, I always think like a, a low-scoring game. Uh, but I just had to fact-check myself. And last year, uh, Patrick Mahomes threw five touchdowns in a primetime game against Vegas. And wouldn't you know it, this is a primetime game against Vegas. So I think uh, Austin Eckler has awoken from his, uh, f- his slumber. I think he's a good play this week. I I love Jalen Hurts. I, I've been talking about him for a couple years now. Um he does have a, a great opportunity against Arizona Cardinals who don't play any defense. Uh but I think Patrick Mahomes is just gonna be too much for you to handle uh this week. So I'm gonna take Pee Wee McLean.
2: Yeah, I mean I think I have somewhat of a chance. Um, I definitely think Mahomes is probably gonna be the highest scoring player out of both rosters. Uh, basically I need to pray for the dolphins to shut down Brees hall and for Gabriel Davis to keep uh, stumbling on my side of things. I do like uh, Jalen hurts against Arizona. Nick Chubb has been solid all year. I am hoping someone else plays so I don't have to start some guy called Travis Etienne. but, uh, who knows with David Montgomery, Michael Thomas is hurt. Deontay Johnson has to work through Kenny Pickett right now. I'm trying to start TJ Hawkinson partially because every lion is hurt, including TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> but the plus side there is if he plays and if I have to start him, uh, New England, I believe is in the bottom five of tight end defense. So that could be beneficial. Um, I need Jalen Hurts to actually look at Devonta Smith again. It's like this guy's—it's boomer bust with this guy every week. Two weeks, four targets, seven targets, twelve targets, four targets. It's like who knows with this guy and Jalen Hurts. But um, I mean, I, I could win potentially, but uh, I think uh, I think Mahomes will probably put Pee Wee over the top.
1: All right, let's go to the last matchup, and we have uh, Santino's Wolfpack versus Matt's staying Algier, and a shout out to uh, the BGs staying alive. And, uh, you can't tell by the way he walks, but Santino is a 22 and a 22 point underdog and only has he 6% chance of winning, uh, coming off that miracle victory last week against you, Hanzo. Um, looking at the matchups here, uh, I, I should have mentioned, hold on, uh, that Bishop and Giuseppe both pick Matt to win. And who am I to uh, disagree? I-, I think Matt is going to win. Um, I-, I I know he's not exactly lighting the world on fire with his team, but I think he- he's got enough to beat Santino this week. Uh, I still see Sky Moore in his lineup, which is hilarious. He's got way better options that he could put in. Speaking of Tyler Algier, this. This is the the week to play him, buddy. Uh, you probably haven't set a lineup yet, but you know Patterson's hurt. Uh, it's Algiers' time to shine, so I think uh, even if you get him in the lineup, that I think Matt wins. So, Turtle, what do you think?
0: I man, I can't trust Antino. I I want to pick him so bad. Can I have a contingent bid? <laughs>
1: nope. Can't do that.
0: Can I have, if Santino like makes, puts Tyler Alligator and uh, Jerry Judy in over Burkhead and Sky Moore, I pick him, and if not, I take Matt. Well, you can you can predict I, that yeah, he's not. I mean, going to, but no, no, yeah. If he, um, he I don't trust it at all. I have <laughs> to take Matt. I can't lose all the all the picks here, so let's chalk it up here. Micah, do you like this
1: song, or are you just
0: uh, deep in thought? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. At one point, I, I was so high, I forgot I was on a podcast right now. <laughs> I tripple. just looked up am, and was uh, like, oh, shit.
2: <laughs> you know, uh, it's uh, it's a very obnoxious but catchy tune. I'm also pondering these rosters. Uh, Santino, if you want to accidentally drop Tyler Algier, please let me know. <laughs> Um, as is uh, Matt I'll pick Matt uh, Santino has Russell Wilson who understands he's Russell Wilson again against Indianapolis probably good play there uh, maybe Rashad Penny you know if he duplicates half of his workload from the Lions that's not too shabby Tyler Allegier or Alligator, or whatever his name is. He's a starting running back this week. There's options there. Jamar Chase, uh, Sky Moore. Uh, might be over in a strip club or something, but uh, probably not the best on a fantasy football lineup. But since uh, that's the roster he has right now, I will go with Matt.
1: All right. That's a sweep for Matt. Alright, uh how about a breakout player? I'm I'll lead off here. I think uh I think Joe Burrow is gonna do it to the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens have a pretty bad passing defense right now, and uh Joe Burrow carved him up last year, so I think he's gonna do it again.
0: Um, I'm gonna go with Juju Smith Schuster. We, we just talked up how many touchdowns Mahomes is going to throw. Somebody has to catch them. Uh, they no longer have DeMarcus Robinson on their team. So, juju it is.
2: I'm going to roll with uh, Tyler Alligator. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 84 <laughs> yards on 10 carries last week. One nice reception for 20 yards. Although, wait a minute, I take that back. Atlanta is playing Tampa Bay. I totally did not see that. So fuck that, scrap that, edit that (laughs) out. No Tyler Alligator this week, but, um, breakout players. I am going to say, let me check one roster real quick. You know what? I'm going to go with, uh, shoot myself in the foot a bit here, but, uh, I picked a BDI. Let's go with the Chris
1: Olave. Could have a huge game and then fuck over everyone's plans. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Hanzo, thank you for joining us, uh, spending time with us in uh, while prime time is, uh, you know, bailing out water out of his his house. Um, so thanks, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you're welcome anytime. Um, uh, any, any last words for the podcast? I still don't believe in magic. That's going to do it for the week five preview show, Fantasy Football Scoop and... Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.